0: All right, welcome back. Take a quick call, and we'll get to this relatively new holiday season. That's next, John. Quickly in Clinton Township, what's up, Johnny? Hey, I want to make your Christmas better. Eat
1: fruit fruitcake that doesn't have citron in it, and I think you'll enjoy it a lot. Is
0: that it? Is that what I don't like?
1: I think it's a citron.
0: OK, but I'm not a
1: cook. I'm just I'm just telling you, this is definitely in the upper level prices for fruitcake. OK, not, uh, the lower prices use that as a filler. All right. I'll give it a go,
0: John. Thank you.
1: Hey, okay, Now, I got this question. I got this issue off of uh, two weeks ago from a radio program that's not on your station. And it was a fellow that was looking into the future and he said neither Biden or uh, Trump will be on the ballot. Trump will not make it there, according to him because of the court troubles and biden is just going to get convinced that he shouldn't be on the ballot
0: well miss so, well, well, cleo
1: oh i don't know the name of it <laughs>
0: anyway all right john. Anyway,
1: so you can take it to las vegas if you want
0: all right appreciate yeah. it john thank you. Thank, you. thank you have a nice day greg real quick and clinton uh canton excuse me hey greg Hey, Chris. How are you doing? Good, man. I'm enjoying your show. Thank you. I'm
1: I'm, I'm hoping that uh, maybe somebody can help me with uh, understand uh, the polls, okay? because um, in four years, I've got to believe that our available voting public has not changed much. And we're so divided as a nation that I very much doubt that anybody who voted for Biden the first time is going to switch to Trump and vice versa. I don't think anybody that voted for Trump is going to say, "Oh, that Biden's not a bad guy after all." Um, which leaves the independents. I'm my my curiosity is where did the change come about, and who changed to have the polls reflect that Trump is ahead of Biden when when Biden uh, beat Trump by millions of.
0: Yeah, I'm Greg, a, 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 and it's yeah. a good question. I mean, I, I point to a couple of different issues. First of all, what could be addition by subtraction for Donald Trump is some of the groups that are leaving Joe Biden. And that's young voters 18 to 34. And that is some groups voting groups like Arab Americans. we here in the state of Michigan. We have seen groups say that Arab Americans are not going to vote for Joe Biden again because of his hardline stances. Standing with Israel, so that could be an addition by subtraction. I think there are independents that flow both ways. I think there are independents that voted for for Donald Trump in two thousand sixteen and voted for Joe Biden in two thousand twenty. I think there is a fluid group of people, and I think there is a a, a a a huge majority of people in the United States that are fluid that are that that vote based on particular issues and not with a with a with a letter in front of a name. And so that's where I think that you see the biggest shift. And I don't think anybody on Donald Trump's side of the 74 million people that voted for Donald Trump in 2020. I mean, look, you could take away 5 million people, 8 million people, whatever it is. But a majority of his base is there. They're intact. They're not going anywhere. In the case of Joe Biden, you have people leaving. Important groups that help get Joe Biden elected are leaving. And so that's where I I see some of the change. Again, take polling for what it's worth. I either snap shots in time, but they are not gospel. They're not the Bible. I don't I don't think that we should believe in them explicitly, but they're snapshots in time. They're different looks at different times based on who's running for president. So I think that there's there's a couple of things that you can look at. Greg, I, I appreciate the call. Thank you. Um. The show Seinfeld, 26 years ago, Festivus, ah, yes, it entered the fray. And what was, I thought, just kind of a one-off, it has now turned into a full-blown holiday. And here to discuss the history of Festivus for the rest of us is Alan Salkin. He's the author of Festivus, the holiday for the rest of us. Alan, it's great to have you.
1: Thanks Chris. I got plenty of grievances for you.
0: Oh, I would love to hear them. Now, okay, for, for let's back it up first of all. This was this was a, an episode of of Seinfeld. And that show is so prolific, it is so engaging, but how did this and when did this really kind of pick up and become a full-blown holiday?
1: The episode was on the final season of Seinfeld, and it wasn't written by Larry David. He had left for most of that season other than the final episode. And uh, people started celebrating Festivus, which involves the airing of grievances, feats <laughs> of strength, and the erection of uh, an aluminum pole, which is always dangerous because it can attract strippers, um, <laughs> immediately almost after the airing of that, of that episode. And I first found out that people were celebrating it in 2004, and I wrote a book about it. Um, based, I wrote a New York Times article about it, and then that became the book.
0: So what, is the, what are the, the guiding principles of Festivus? Remind us.
1: Well, you have to basically you have to do what you do every single day, which mm-hmm. is air grievances and yep. listen to others' air grievances, um, and then what you do according to the Seinfeld orthodoxy. And by the way, the holiday of Festivus predates the TV show; it was not invented for the TV show. So, according to what the TV show tells us the head of the household has to be pinned in a wrestling match until the holiday can end. And that's the feats of strength. But people have interpreted that in different ways because actually wrestling for adults is a way to die or it's, it's caused serious, injury. <laughs> serious injury. Yeah. Um, and then there's the, the, the Festivus pole, which you keep in your crawl space and you bring out once a year. Um, and it has no adornment, no tinsel. It's simply an unadorned length of aluminum pole.
0: What's the, what's the, the, the fare of choice. On Festivus, do we know? Well, during the episode, they
1: bring out um, a tray of something that looks like an extremely flat and unsatisfying lasagna. <laughs> but in my book, um, and, you know, I talk about this in interviews on the New Books Network, which is this podcast thing I'm a part of. Where we talk about all, all kinds of academic uh, books. Um, there's all kinds of different new rituals added to the holidays, such as the um, the chocolate salami stuffed Festivus pole, um, which is actually <laughs> a delicious dish. There's um, shrimp impaled on miniature Festivus poles, otherwise known as nails. Um, and various, you know, Junior Mints, which is a very Seinfeld food. Is, yeah. is Tr- considered a traditional Festivus food now. So,
0: so when do we celebrate Festivus?
1: Well, you know, on the show, it suggests December 23rd. However, by December 23rd, most people have already gone home to be with the people they don't want to be with, their right. families, um, to celebrate the quote-unquote traditional holidays. So usually Festivus is a almost like an office or a friend's theme party which would happen earlier in December, um, even like today would be a great day for a festivist party. According to the guy that actually wrote the episode, um, festivists can actually, and I encourage your listeners to do this, festivists can be celebrated any time of year, whenever you just feel like an area of grievances. So your show
0: could be considered festivist, you know, 300 and however many days yeah, a year. Yeah, every day. On. So you could, you could celebrate festivists more than one time a year. Whenever
1: your body feels like you need a festivus, it's you may tremendous. have a festivus. That's it's the tremendous. beautiful thing about it. it yeah.
0: It's it's the it's the holiday that keeps on giving. What what are the what are the most common errands uh, uh, airing of grievances? Do you think?
1: Well, I mean, I think just listening to to you, I mean, I think one is that the vanilla frosty is unavailable right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's very frustrating. It is very frustrating. You know, it's very. Um, it, it is that very anybody, frustrating that anybody would put citrus in their fruit cake. Agreed.
1: That's horrific. Seriously.
0: Well, it's... Um,
1: and honestly, uh, you could air agreements that uh, the Supreme Court is heavily involved in the election. Yeah. Of course, I. By the way, I do think they're going to surprise us and disqualify Trump. That's do you I'm really? Sure. Wow, that's if these a... people have gotten. I think they got what they needed out of Trump. They got on there, and now they don't need him anymore. Interesting. He's done.
0: Well, yeah. uh, look, uh, that's a lot to air. Today, um, and I think I need a nap now after the airing of those grievances.
1: There's uh, no there, – well, someone has to wrestle it to the ground and oh, pin true. you before you're allowed your nap.
0: Yeah. All
1: right. Apparently, Producer, our, 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 our
0: engineer, Danielle Mason, is is on board. So there there you go. We'll get this done quick.
1: I'm sure your engineer been, been, has a simmering resentment against you <laughs> for decades, and she would like nothing more than just I believe to
0: that ground. completely. You're right. Completely, I believe that. <laughs> Uh, Alan Salkin, uh, the author of Festivus, the holiday for the rest of us, and the host of the New Books Network. Uh, appreciate the time. Good stuff. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. The best. Did he call my show a Festivus every day? I think he did. Probably. We air grievances every day. I think we do. I mean, that's cool. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. Eight hundred eight five nine zero nine five seven. 957 uh, we will continue to take your calls next. But by the way, have you? Has anybody ever celebrated Festivus? Like actually, like by the rule book? No. Like there is a there's a legit there's a legit like uh, there's a there's a rule there's like there's there's the the Ten Commandments of Festivus. Listen, I think I did have a Festivus when I broke up with my uh, my ex boyfriend. I okay. think that was my Festivus. That was your Festivus. Yeah. But, yeah, you could do it all, all year round. And I did. Okay. That's tremendous. I just, I feel like, boy, uh, it could be pretty cathartic for a lot of people celebrating Festivus. And you don't have to, it, it could be all year. I think that's pretty cool. All right. We got to take a break. We'll get some more of your calls coming up next. Your text as well. 800-859-0957. Uh, get your reaction to Donald Trump. And and my question to you was very simple. Does this make Donald Trump stronger. I think it does. What do you think? That's next.